thank you for listening to the Skeptics in the Pub online podcast. This unedited audio is taken from Building Bridges, How to Talk to Conspiracy Believers by Ulrika Shisa. It was first broadcast live on the 26th of January, 2023. A video recording of this and many other talks hosted by Skeptics in the Pub online are still available on our YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy this podcast and thank you for your support. Yeah, thank you for the invitation. And I'm going to start my presentation and I want to take you with me in um, a voyage down the rabbit hole. And uh, first I want to tell you a little bit about my uh, my working place. So uh, we are called Bundestelle for Sekten für Sektenfragen. Um, and we are one of the very few um, institutions who are really state-run and are dealing with cult and cult-similar um, yeah, uh, movements. And um, yeah, all, all, a lot of uh, our work is about uh, esoteric and also conspiracy theory. So whenever people think that sounds like a cult, it's a bit cult-like, then they call us. Um, and that's because we are um, uh, state-run, we have this very impressive and very unpractical um, uh, logo. Um, so, And uh, when people call us, um, the question is very often, um, why do people believe um, irrational things? Why do why do they uh, believe in their guru? And um, how can I get them out of this group? This is very often um, the question we are asked. Um, and in the in terms of um, conspiracy. Uh, uh, theories. Um, it's often that you that your counterpart is very aggressive, very emotional, and the discussions are um, difficult. And the the normal way to um, to reply to reply or to um, to act is uh, to use logic to. Uh, to to use facts to um, give information. And um, the hope always is that with good information, people will think this through and then they say, yes, yes, you're right. You have, you have the, the better arguments. And you can't even, um, even a um, um, believer in God could be an atheist. So, but it doesn't work this way. Uh, the, um, we always hope that they would shed their ideology and um, uh, they would come out as an, a skeptic and um, yeah, interested in science if we just, if we just give them um, good information. What happens in reality is, um, is that um, our counterpart is not impressed and often also quite aggressive or it what is interested? So we, we have, it's it feels like talking to a wall, and um, all our very good arguments are lost and for nothing. Uh, the reason why why it is this way is that people are not logical in the way they 
um, they they uh, they 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 built their um, their belief systems, and we um, we act not out of um, really reasoning, logical reasoning, but um, out of emotion and out of um, social, um, out of the, the social group we are in. But um, our our cognitive hardware is deeply flawed. So we have a lot of ways how we. Um, uh, uh, how, how we uh, how we have difficulty to um, to to rem- remember correctly, to reason correctly, to um, to get a, to a, to um, yeah. Uh, so so we are deeply unlogical, deeply emotional people, and even our perception is. Uh, not really trustworthy. So if you see the two gray circles, um, they are exactly in the same size. But if you look at them, um, it's, yeah, it, it, it looks like, like they are different. And, you know, I have checked, I have checked quite a lot of times, they are really the same size. So you can't even trust your own, uh, your own eyes, you can't trust uh, your senses. Uh, so and you so or, or or rather your brain. So never trust your brain. What? Uh, no, no. Let's go to conspiracy theories. Um, conspiracy theories uh, create a world of good and bad, a simplified world. You have on one side you have the family, you have nature, you have your home country. And on the other side, there is everything that might be wrong with the world. So there is um, uh, techn- technolo- technologies, um, especially new technologies. Um, there's globalization. Um, there are all kinds of things people are yeah, afraid of. Uh, and they create this, this world of good versus bad. And um as someone who who believes is, is a, a conspiracy believer you are always a hero and um the the bigger the dragon is the the more you are um, you are you are important and you are um yeah you are brave and you um you save the world and the rest of the world are this uh, this sheep this sheep but the the sheep um and you are the one who is fighting for them. Um, and on the other hand, you're not alone. If you uh, believe in conspiracy theories, there's always a group you belong to, you can feel connected with. And um, you see the, the motto of uh, QAnon, this where we go one, we go all. Um, yeah. It, it it's 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 inclusive in this group, so we are not alone. We are together, and um, uh, you might get a lot of um, uh, a lot of problems with your in in non-believers, but in in this group you are uh, welcome. You 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 get a lot of um, positive reinforcement. Uh, the conspiracy theories that are more problematic always use children. So this is one um, 
one sign how to uh, to recognize the the kind of stories, the kind of narratives who are that are more problematic. Uh, children are very practical. If you want to get the most emotion out of uh, out of uh, your audience, um, if children are in danger, it's um, uh, very difficult to uh, to to stay indifferent. So it's. Uh, um, it's good to to get people's attention. It's um, uh, it's it's rousing their emotions, and you feel like, oh God, I have to save the children. And um, if you can convince someone that children are in danger, it can so it can go so far that they uh, easier use violence because uh, if the um, the enemy is so uh, so evil that it's evil that it's um, killing children. Then every um, every weapon, everything is all right to to fight against this kind of uh, of enemy. Um, interestingly enough, um, the kind of dangers to the children are often um, very much aligned with your own political. Uh, belief systems and you see here a quite interesting mixture um, where you find um, the LGBTIQ uh, movement in the same uh, place like pornography like uh, Satan or like CRT as a critical race theory um, means that um, the concept of race is a social concept and not a biological one and um, you see in all these um, um, all that that this, the, the, the ones who, who make the material it's always interesting with, with conspiracy theory look at who made these pictures and who is trying to um, uh, to broadcast their their political view. What what do they want? What uh, is their um, their political agenda? And with conspiracy narrative, there is always a, a, an agenda. It might be to to get money. You can make a lot of money out of uh, conspiracy uh, narratives um, because you make um, you you. Um, you see that people are afraid and people who are afraid are more willing to buy something to help them uh, or are more willing to um, to donate <clears throat> to donate something to you so um, it's my either an uh, financial gain or it could also be a political or it is about some narcissistic um, uh, yeah, position of I'm, I'm, I'm important I'm uh, I got I get a lot of attention uh, attention because of it. Um, conspiracy theories um, create order in a world that is chaotic and unpredictable. But in this uh, in these stories, you always see um, patterns. One of these patterns might be that you can look out for satanic influence. You find satanic influence in the um, in the number six six six. So you just have to look where you can find this number six six six, and then you know this Satan is behind it. So it's a quite simple strategy, and you can um, uh, and um, uh, suddenly the whole world is. Um, 
could make sense. It's like it's like a puzzle. You you. Uh, it's also interesting to uh, uh, yeah to to find the solution to this puzzle. Um, and our brain loves this kind of patterns. Our brain is. Um, always seeking patterns. Um, in in this case, um, the, the patterns are um, that they in 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 accidental um, figures they seek uh, faces. So we are very good at finding faces, and it's not possible to not see the faces here. So in in a lot of ways, we we don't like uh, chaotic systems and unpredictable systems. So we always try to find some kind of order. Um, you can find order uh, if you look for it. You will find it everywhere. One point is you can look for Illuminati, and wherever you find um, yeah the pyramid form or the eye, you can say, okay, no, this is made by the Illuminati. And this is very practical. You can even uh, do the Illuminati diet. And it's one I can highly recommend. It's really, um, I think it's well well sought out and um, thing, seems, seems to be a, a good thing. And um, conspiracy narratives are really good stories. They are the better stories. Um, the film Matrix is like a bit, like the mothership of uh, these conspiracy narratives. They use it a lot. They love it a lot. They use the, the, um, the red, red pilling as a sign of um, waking up in a, in a different world and see the truth. Uh, and it's a, quite a fascinating uh, concept that all that we uh, see is not real and there is an... Um, a meaning behind everything we see. So that's quite fascinating to us. And uh, conspiracy narratives are always interesting narratives, a lot more interesting than um, the reality is. Uh, and yeah, but even here, you see, not it's not for everyone going down the rabbit hole. So, but uh, the most important part is... Um, how can you change somebody's mind? We have now we have seen a, a few of the reasons why people believe in conspiracy uh, narratives, why they are so attractive to a lot of uh, people. But how can we reach them? How can we maybe change their mind? Well, um, changing someone's mind is. Um, Something, yeah, it sounds sounds quite good when we're talking about uh, other people, but on the other hand, um, when was the last time someone changed your mind about something? And please ask yourself um, when you think about really fundamental attitudes, not. Not, not so everyday beliefs, but really deep fundamental attitudes, political, religion attitudes, social political convictions. Um, someone who is a very important person for you, a role model. Uh, have you ever changed these, um, these fundamental attitudes because of a discussion? Or if you have experienced some kind of change, 
some maybe maybe someone had maybe you've lost a religion or you you started believe in something or you changed your uh, yeah, political attitude why did you do that what was the, uh, the 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 thing that convinced you and how long did it take was it something that happened from one day to the other or did it take some time um Um, yeah, was there anything anyone could have done to make that happen sooner? Um, what persons or experience were important for this kind of changing of your worldview? And um, is there a relation to phases of your life? So maybe that happened um, in puberty or after you left your home and went to university or um, when you started a new relationship or ended a relationship or um, uh, went to a different kind of job. So in what phases of your life and through what triggers did you uh, change fundamental attitudes? Um, in, if we had now a free open discussion, I would uh, go into this point a bit more in, in depth because it's a very interesting uh, thing. We often talk about how to change other people's mind, but very seldom we think about how did we change it in, in, in the course of our life. Um, when what was convincing to us or, or how could now somebody change our lives what could anybody do or say that we would uh, give up our fundamental views um, normally um, I thought I, I do this kind of talks a lot with people who come out of cults and sometimes people who um, have been in um, extremistic uh, movements, right or left-wing movements. And um, I always talk to them about what changed their mind, how long did it take, what was important. Um, and normally uh, the, the, it, uh, it goes down to this point, it's always a, a personal experience that was the trigger. Um, it's not somebody, some discussion or what somebody said to them, but they uh, had some, um, yeah, some experience that was very important for them. Um, it, it could be that they reached, reached a personal tolerance limit. Uh, for an example, they were in a group and the group got more and more extreme. And then they started to uh, talk about using violence. And they said, no, 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 this is the point where I cannot go any further. I, I lose my, uh, I lose faith in this group. Um, it could also be that they simply had a new focus in life. So they might have been unemployed before and then they they got a new job, a new job environment, and um, they wanted to be part of this new in-group and um, and little by little they changed their whole attitude. Or often it is when they leave the, the parents' ha home and go to go to study somewhere or start to work in another place and they get a complete new uh, ideas about the world than they had in their, in their, in their home and a family. And this might be really life-changing. And it could also be that, yeah, in, a, in one way or other, your peer group is changing and you want, part of, want to be part of this peer, peer group, then you change also your opinions. Some Role, positive role models might play an, um, 
um, important role. And it's not often just the, some something this person says, but the whole the whole package, uh, the whole way this person is um, is influencing you. Um, and these changes happen almost always slowly. It's always very small steps. And most people told me it has taken years. There might be um, a last point where, where, where it, it looks like it is a, a quick change, but they always say this was quite a long time that I have been fighting with myself. I have been struggling with this and um, it took quite some time. And it's more complicated because people are ashamed um, when they change their mind, especially about uh, conspiracy narratives, because these are sometimes really strange um, things. Uh, and when they um, distance them from, the, from it, uh, they, they are ashamed about ever believing that. And they say, can I trust myself? Can I trust uh, my, my own um, decision making anymore? So if you talk to someone in whatever kind of mindset, there is no fundamentally right way to do it. Um, there's no strategies that uh, it will always work. Um, it is something that uh, must fit to the situation, and but it must also fit to you as a person. Uh, and it must be authentic. It's not possible to um yeah to to use some 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 sort of fixed questions or some fixed uh, model it's uh, it works if you if it works for you as a person and if you as a person um can reach another person on a human level uh, and sometimes it's even better to end a conversa conversation than um to uh yeah uh, so more is not always better. Sometimes it's better to to stop it before you really get into a fight. And some people are really not, it's not able to reach them. You have to see your own um, limitations. Um, and it, it's always uh, different, the context and the relationship you have to this person. It's, 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 dif it's different if you act as a brother, if you are the major in a small village, uh, if you're a hospital department handled, a social worker, police officer. Uh, these are different kind of social roles and different kinds of relationship, and they need a different approach. You can use de-escalation strategies or you can go more into confrontation. It always um, um, relates, relates to the situation. Um, the most important thing for me is that you go into a discussion not as a preacher but with the mindset of an explorer. Nobody loves a preacher. Nobody is interesting uh, that you tell them how the world is. And um, you won't reach people if you go into it as you are the one who knows everything and you have to, um, yeah, you have to convince others of the one real way. Even if you are absolutely right, even if the other person is wrong and you are right, it doesn't help you. These kind of discussions are very seldom and in, in, uh, they are seldom successful. And I always talk about people, about the 
deep the core belief systems, not about the small things. In the small things, you might say, "Hey, no, you're not right." This, but in the in the really, when it's about uh, the more important um, worldviews, then it won't help you that you're right. Uh, it's more helpful if you are friendly and if uh, the other person likes you. This will support you and your trustworthiness a lot. If you, um, yeah, if if, if someone um, likes you, all what you say will will have more, um, yeah, will be will will reach more further. Uh, pressure, more pressure results in more counter pressure. So it's not helpful to talk more, to talk louder, louder, to have more arguments. Um, uh, it's it's not helpful. More is not better. Uh, the aim is to create small cracks, small cracks in a worldview. You won't get more than that. Just a little nudge, and that might have a long-lasting effect, but you won't see that. You will never see a quick result and never, inspect, uh, never expect to see the results directly in the discussion. Directly in a discussion, people always say, "No, no, 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 no! You are totally wrong. No, I, I am sure this is uh, this is not this way." Um, we we try to keep face uh, and, and think think of yourself when you are in a discussion with someone. How often have you said, "Wow, this is really a good point. I have to think about. I might be totally wrong." Normally, we just automatically. Um, go on the counterattack. We, we automatically uh, defend our opinions. And maybe afterwards we start to think and say, mm, maybe, maybe she was right, maybe. And so it could be that we change our mind, but it seldom happens immediately. And so you won't see, you often won't see the results of, uh, uh, of, your, of your impact or of, of, of a discussion. Um, you could encourage more differentiation. So uh, you can always point out when someone is too simple in these concepts, concepts of the enemy. Well, in German, it's find, find, build. I'm not sure if it's a good translation. So if someone sees the world as black and white, you need... Um, uh, all policemen are like this. All Jewish people are like this. So you could always point out that this is a lot too simple. And um, it's helpful to search for a kind of common ground. So um, to, to, to point out... Um, the, the 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 point where you what what is the what is this um, uh, kind of world where you can still agree you can agree that um, there is corruption in the world and there is maybe some um, networks of powerful people and uh, big companies do have maybe a lot of have a lot of power and can influence politics and that is always uh, important to be critical to be aware of this so this is the part where you might agree but then uh, it's it's starting to different differentiate um, fanatics um, always want to preach and to proselytize. I have to admit, I have no idea what this word means, so I blame Google Translate, so whatever it means. Um, fanatics want to dominate a discussion. They, they try to um, 
they, they try to get you on a stage and um, make you look bad. So because uh, whatever um, knowledge you have in 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 a, in a topic, they always know more, or they always have some some things you can't um, you can't really contact. And it's also a bit like um, it's always a uh, it's also about the power, about letting you look bad, about um, yeah. Sometimes you are just the bench, the punching bag for their frustration, and if you. Um, engage on the level of facts, factual discussions, uh, they are often fruitless. This often is not, you, you, won't, you won't come um, you come any further. So um, what I do, I always stick to my own expertise and my area of responsibility. So people often want to talk to me about vaccinations. So, um, I, uh, I don't enter this kind of discussions. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a biologist. Um, all my... Um, my information is secondhand, and um, I, I don't try to, uh, to to start putting my half in half knowledge about the half knowledge, uh, against the half knowledge of some other people. So, but what I talk about is um, um, is is about uh, how I get this information. What is my information sources? Who do I trust? Um, so what is the quality of information? That's something I can talk about. So I can talk, okay, you believe this person on YouTube. Why do you believe him? Why would you also buy a car because he is recommending it? Or in other, in other important decisions, how do you um, get your information if you buy a house or if you want to sign a contract? Would you also go to um, Instagram for help? Why? Why not? And I can tell about what is my my um, my strategy to um, you know to to find good information. So it's it's always you yourself as a role model. This is the this is more effective than uh, individual arguments. Um, this does not mean that you can't. Um, that you can't um, stop someone in cases of aggression and insults. That's not, um, uh, yeah, it's not helpful. So if someone is really aggressive, end the discussion. So give respect and, but also demand respect from your counterpart. And always show solidarity with victims of hate messages and targets of conspiracy theories that might be online. Uh, it could also be that someone um, like a doctor or like a journalist um, is gets a lot of ag aggression and then really to help them or just, talk, um, just uh, tell them, hey, how are you? Do you need some help to help? Um, I got some um, very, yeah, I, I, for, for some time I, I get a lot of, um, uh, you know, threats, even death threats and things like that. And it's always helpful for me to have, especially colleagues, people who uh, about in my my 
same kind of profession and if they help me if they say hey we find it's it's good what you do uh, do you need something um can i help you this is very important because uh, otherwise um there will be less and less people um talking openly uh, against uh, violence or against um conspiracy theory and and um uh yeah un untruths um, when someone is violating boundaries, uh, always stop them. And there should be consequences, if possible, also legal consequences. Uh, otherwise, uh, it will spread wider and wider. Uh, and especially conspiracy narratives should not go unchallenged. Uh, whenever it is in the public, public is also... Um, I don't know, Facebook discussion or something. Uh, don't give the impression that you uh, you that you uh, are of the same opinion. So um, you don't have to engage in a long uh, in a long battle, but just write, I don't believe that. I I think this is a conspiracy theory. Otherwise, they always believe that they speak for the silent majority, and. Um, Extremism uh, also drives on the fact that there's a very loud minority. There are not that many people sometimes, but they're very loud and they get a lot of attention. And sometimes it's the better strategy not to not to give them this attention, to ignore them, to to don't give them the stage, don't feed the troll. Um, so, and um, on the other hand. Um, uh, if you want to uh, get in contact with the person, if you want to reach them, um, it's better to con to address the uh, common um, complexity dilemma. So we are all not experts in most things in the world. We are not experts. We all have to believe what other people say. So how do we, uh, who do we trust? How uh, do we find good sources and, and stop discussing content but discuss the sources. Uh, why do you trust this? How do you get your information? Um, so the question, who do you trust? That's the, I think that's the real important question um, behind um, not only conspiracy narratives, uh, but also when you talk about science or it's a very, the world as a general, we have a, we have the, the world as a whole. It's um, a very complex world. Uh, we are not able to really understand even a small part of it. And it's a lot about trust. And if people are um, afraid or if people don't trust in um, your medical doctor or in, um, in science or some scientific views, you also have to ask why, why? And how can we, um, how can we help people to trust more? And this is a psychological uh, topic. Um, sometimes it's uh, also fine uh, in a conversation to go to the meta level. So, so how can we talk to each other how, uh, without fighting? Uh, how, how, can we, how can we succeed in a, in a good discussion? Um, 
yeah, or you can um, address the person's world views uh, generally. You say, wow, um, I'm, I think this sounds all very negative. Where are you, you, for you, everyone is a, a murderer, a cheater. The, uh, the government wants to kill you. It must be quite difficult to live in your uh, in your kind of way. So, um, how do you be this? How do you how do you how do you live with that? So, not uh, to go into the 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 different kind of conspiracy narratives, but look at what what does it do to the person to live with this kind of worldview. It's a very negative one. People get often more depressive and more more anxious. So address this. I think since, since you have been in this conspiracy theory scene, um, you are, I, have the, I have the impression it's like an addiction. You are sitting hours and hours in front of the TV or in front of the computer. Um, I think it's not good for you. So this uh, on this level, you might be more able to reach a person. Yeah, and Often it's better to ask questions than to give lectures. Um, yeah, some some questions is what could convince you? What could what could convince you that you have been taken in by a conspiracy myth? Um, if the other person says nothing at all, then it's um, yeah. <laughs> there's the end of discussion <laughs> but it's but the, the question might stay with the person they might sometimes with a good question is uh, is uh, has more impact than a good argument it's it's um, it's longer lasting longer lasting um, it's, it works in a, in a in a slower but longer lasting way Yes, the, talk about the solutions. Yeah, well, how could we? How, what is what would be good? Uh, uh, what could what, what would help out of that? What is? Yeah, how how many people would have to be involved? Why is everyone silent? Who is benefits from it? Um, justice and honesty are so important to you. But how how do you make sure that you are not used? That not someone uses you for their agenda? What relevance does it have? Uh, or talk about yourself. Talk about when you have been caught up in an ideology and how you changed your position. Uh, one way to to learn or to uh, train um, this kind of conversation is uh, is street epistemology. Uh, there is a um, lot of material about it and um, people who also meet on Discord and other ways to, to uh, yeah, train this kind of conversation. Uh, the, the, the goal is to help someone uh, to reflect their own opinions. And that's always a good way to start with your very own opinions, to to uh, see how, what's the basis of my my opinions. Uh, look at the motives and consequences. So um, I always ask in counseling, tell me about this person. How is he, she, uh, he doing in, in his life? Is he socially, financial? Uh, is he, does he have a good social network? Um, does he have health concerns? Um, whether experience or loss of control, disadvantage, injustice. Someone who has um, experienced um, injustice is a lot more um, 
easier to believe in uh, conspiracy narratives. Uh, what could be the personal motivation? So for some people, it's um, they are really for them is uh, control of power or uh, freedom very important. Um, some want to be good parents, and that's why they are more more easily um, able to believe uh, conspiracy theories about vaccination because they they for them it's so important to be as. Uh, to, to do the right as, uh, as good parents. Um, then it's easier to expect to, to um, reach them in this way to say, I, I see that you have read so many materials material because you want to be a good parents. This is your, you want to be a good mother, good father. That's why you have been so much really, so, so have done so much um, uh, yeah research about this this topic and this is the part you can reach them maybe say yeah because you want to be a good mother um i have some other things i want to show you yeah why is it relevant for this person and what would the person lose if she gave or he or she gave it up sometimes it's feeling for them it's um it's it's uh, it gives them purpose it gives them uh, focus in their life uh, it gives them some a group they belong to they would lose it if they uh, lose the, the this opinion and they won't give it up this that because of that um, in family and friends um, it's often the most important part not to lose contact uh, because family is often the really the last place where you have to get involved with people who are not of the same opinion. That's not easy, but it's uh, for all also for yourself. It's not so easy because in families you have to discuss and you have to live with quite um, sometimes um, not so, yeah, with quite different worldviews that you might never have in your own friends, uh, in, in your friend group. So um, if it's someone in your family, concentrate on the relationship. See that the relationship is not, uh, that you're not always talking just about this conspiracy narrative. Uh, concentrate on positive activities. See that there is part of the relationship that is not, um, not always under the shadow of this discussion. Leave it out sometimes. Um, uh, and yeah, also work on your own tolerance muscles. So, so work on it also that in, in a way you have to accept that people believe different things um, and see that you don't, uh, that, that you see the person not only in light of these, um, this ideology. That's not so easy, I know, because uh, often you, they lose, you lose a lot of, um, um, they leave a lot of credibility. You see, I'm I'm ashamed of this person, and if you are ashamed of someone, this is the the worst thing that can happen to a to a relationship. I hear that a lot with conspiracy narrative narratives that some people say I'm ashamed of my husband. I don't want to go out with him to our friends. Um, but also set boundaries if your family member is very aggressive in the side of missionary behavior and sending you a lot of links and um, uh, then it's, pos it's it's important to put boundaries and say this is not okay. Also to address if some attitudes are really problematic. If something is anti-Semitic, anti-democratic, anti say it like it is. 
uh, but also always accept the limits of your own responsibility. These are grown-up people and you cannot um, change them in their mind or change their mind. You simply can't. Like other people cannot easily change your mind. And don't mock, don't shame. This is never helpful, even if it's sometimes a defense mechanism, um, but it's, it's, it's not helpful. And have, have patience. Family is always a marathon and not a sprint, so you will be together for a very long time. And you might see the change in the worldviews, but it will take a long time and might not come at all. Um, so we come to the end. Uh, this is a one um, one e-learning module I wanted to show to you. It's um, it will be released hopefully in the next one or two months. Um, I've uh, been a part of the of a group um, of the European. Uh, in, in, uh, uh, it's a it's a project for the European Commission, and um, I was part of the group who set this up. It's a learning module and will take maybe one one and a half half hour and family members can uh, can click through this and get information about how to deal with it they can build um, their own strategy 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 you know uh, how to do to deal with their own um, relatives um, there are some also some films uh, some way we we used some actors to um, how it feels like uh, in this situation with um, relatives in conspiracy narratives. So it will when when it's ready, it will be put up on this um, homepage Academy Europe EU. So and so last we have reached um, the advertisement part, the most important one. Uh, I read. Um, I've read. A, uh, I've written a book with Holm Hümmler, um, Fact and Prejudice. The German one is already out, and the English one um, should be published in spring. And as you see with the picture, with the Fact and Prejudice, how to communication with esoterics. So you see, even on the front page, we have quite some. Um, yeah, some some mistakes in <laughs> in the translation, and so we have to put some more work into it. And hopefully, it should come out soon. Welcome back. I hope you all made it in time. You're all refreshed. Let's get this going. Short reminder. After the Q&A, when we're done here, we will open our virtual pub. The Lockins Razor will open as every time we have a talk or immediately afterwards. Um, if you need to find the access details, they will be published once again in our Twitch chat. And you will also find them on our website, sitp.online. Just search for virtual pub. Good. Let's have a look at the questions. Where do I have them? Here. Okay, first question comes from Cleo tonight. How do we square not letting these views go unchallenged with do not feed the troll? There is a kind of discrepancy here. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's that's a problem that you always have to to see this by both sides. When do I go? Um, when do I engage? When when uh, when uh, do I don't engage with someone? Um, uh, it it might depend on if it's in public or not. Uh, if it if I'm a teacher in front of a school class and someone is saying, yeah, um, I don't know what about 9/11, uh, um, I have to judge if this is someone who just wants attention, and I talk the whole. Uh, hour about this topic um, then I give them a lot of room I give them a lot of power I give them a lot of recognition so um, it's not it's 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 uh, it's counter counterproductive uh, on the other hand to say this is a con this is a conspiracy theory we don't talk here like that uh, this is a non-topic I don't want to uh, talk about this anymore so this is not giving them um, the uh, Stage, the looking stage. For. So, uh, you, and you, you have to, um, uh, uh, to, you have to have to de um, f decide uh, um, according to the situation and the people you are involved with. Okay, I think the subject of when do you argue with somebody, and when do you argue about a subject in front of a larger audience, yeah. there's there will be quite a few questions about this coming up. So I think our next question already deals with this. It's coming from Igor. And he's asking, do you think we should talk, communicate differently to people trying to change their mind versus trying to change the minds of those who are witnessing the conversation? If it's a um, public discussion, it's always the same. You are in, re in, real, in real, you talk uh, for all the people who are listening. You, are, you will never reach your counterpart in a discussion. That's uh, If you're on TV, for example, it's not about uh, changing the mind of the, the people with you in the discussion group. That won't happen. But you have to f um, you have always think about the, our audience. It's always about the audience. So in that, in, in, and that's uh, in, in ways also on the social media, Media. So it's uh, um, more important to uh, uh, to give some signals or some some point of view to other readers than to the person you are talking to. Yeah, along those same lines, there is the next step you could take. And Igor's question is about this: Do you think there is a merit in shaming and ridiculing one person to make an example of them so other people will abandon such beliefs? No. Never, 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 never. You reach this is this is absolutely the opposite of what you reach because people are more. Um, uh, it's it's uh, they they you they will be sympathetic towards the one who is shamed, and they it's more likely that they will um, uh, support them than to support you. It's, it's almost like creating a martyr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you might you, you will reach the the absolute the the the, the opposite. Okay. Um, different tack of questions now. Bremna asks, um, how could you do research on a subject like how to talk to conspiracists? Are there any ethical issues? Mm, I don't do research. I'm not um, a scientist, and I don't do research. I'm um, I'm a therapist. So my um, my experience comes out of hundreds and hundreds of 
um, sessions I did with people. So I talk to a lot of relatives and we, we analyze what uh, what have they tried, what did work, what did not work. Mm-hmm. And I talk to people who have changed their minds, in sometimes in quite radical ways. And that's the most interesting thing because they always tell you what worked for them and what, net, what okay. did not work. So that's uh, that's where my, um, yeah, my work comes from. It's not really a scientific um, approach. Okay. So uh, Bremner is asking a follow-up question here. So is there actually any kind of evidence base for effectiveness of these methods or, or if there is, how strong is it? Hmm. Mm. I can't think of a study or something like that. I only know that um, in in the whole uh, community of um, deradicalization. So I'm I also I'm I'm in conferences and in um, in talks about people who work with right wing, left wing, and also um, uh, uh, religious extremism. Mm-hmm. It's it's always the same. So the, you hear always the same kind of. Um, uh, tips or the same kind of experiences in what works and what doesn't work. I'm not sure. I, I can't quote right now yeah. some some scientific work. Okay. Good. We've got a question from Serdar who asks, um, what do you think about the extent to which we can push our ethical boundaries, which means, uh, for example, using fear tactics against parents who deny vaccines to their children? Um, I think you have to be very careful to um, not to overstep because um, if you if if they feel um, you first you have to 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 have to first you have to find a connection to them you have to say yeah I understand your problem you want to be a good mother you want to be a good a good father you have you have done so much work you've you've read read so much things because it was so important to you I understand it and I really want to help you in this goal but I I have some um, other information for me I am a doctor this is my job and I can only only tell you I I do it with best best conscience do you trust me or don't trust me but I want to give you these informations uh, this is another as I say your child will die horribly like 50 other children who have died horribly in my you know this is it will it not helping now. Yeah, okay. Not really helping. No. As you said before, the more pressure you exert, the more pressure they will return. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We've, we've got a question from an anonymous user. Um, can a person be talked out of a conspiracy or cult if they have not lost faith with it themselves first? No. Not if this well, not if it's really a part uh, of their personality, and not if they get a lot of out, a lot out of it. It's always okay. about what is the motivation that someone is in a cult or in in some belief system. If they if it's important for them, if they have friends there, if they have meaning in life, if it gives them um, the hope for an afterlife, hope for a uh, medical uh, improvement or something. So if they they gain a lot out of it, and so it's uh, why should they change it? Why? 
so so uh, then that it, it won't work so there there there, sh there must be a change in their um, in their experience in their in their for in the view of this uh, group from the person then your uh, arguments or then your your reasons can be very helpful but it has to be on the right moment under those circumstances is it even possible you made a reference to asking the right question earlier on Is it even possible to ask question to to sow that first seed of doubt? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yes. But even if they are hundred percent on board. Yeah. 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 That's sometimes I, that that's uh, I hear from time to time that that someone said, yeah, um, I um, for one conspiracy believer when they said, um, um, why do you believe this? Why? And this was it's quite an innocent normal question, but for this person it was something that stayed with him and he could not stop thinking about it so sometimes it's it's sometimes really the small things that you did not really find important in a discussion or uh, but for, for, for it might be the one thing that people start to to think about uh, um, yeah so okay so there is a tiny little bit of hope Yes, yes, yes. It, it, it's, okay. it, it, it does work. You, uh, the problem is that you can't do it in a strategic way. So say, I say this question, and then I do this, and then do that, and then they will start to think. <laughs> But you can, you can just, you can uh, spread out <laughs> some some sympathy, some um, somewhere where you say, no, 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 this is for me totally anti-Semitic, and I don't know why you say things like that. I'm really shocked because I know you are not this kind of person. I'm so, I, I don't understand how, how could you say something like that five years ago? Or you would be shocked if someone said it. What happened to you? Tell me that. I don't understand it. Uh, so the, in this kind of uh, conversation, uh, sometimes a question that you say that might help, but you can't do it in an um, yeah analytical in an in an um, yeah ten points of way. Yeah, which is actually my problem with the street epistemology. Because there are some people out there who try to sell street epistemology as a cooking recipe on how to mm. how to do this, and mm. I think that's misleading. But that that's a different different subject we yeah. won't touch tonight. I think the problem is if you go into in a discussion, and and you're not interested in the answers, if you ask a question and you're not interested in the answers, stop it. Mm -hmm. Then you are not the right person. Don't don't then then don't do it uh, because for for your discussion for your partner uh, they have a very good feeling if you're really interested in them or if you're just doing uh, asking question could be just a kind of manipulation tactic or some show, show I'm so I'm so 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 more knowledgeable than you and it's sort of um, kind of a um, teacher student situation and I ask the questions and uh, this this won't help so. Really be interested in the answers. The answers are fascinating. If you really give yourself time, and if you if you if you go further and further with your questions and deeper and deeper, it's a very interesting thing. But um, it's it could also be it's not easy. It's not easy because some things we, we don't want to hear, or, or it's mm. it's really it's um, it's hard. It's difficult, um, and people are yeah also yeah. All the skeptics want to have it easy in a discussion. <laughs> so, uh. sure. Okay, we've got another question from Anonymous. 
how can we keep calm while people state views we find very objectionable? It's hard for me not to start an argument when people say, for example, Jewish people are evil. Yeah. Um, and I don't say you should smile and say, yes, why do you think that? No, it's, uh, you can say, this is unacceptable for me. I, but um, what is your goal? Is your goal um, to reach that person? Is it goal to um, maybe make a little difference, maybe a little nudge in the in the um, uh, uh, in their attitudes? Then um, you have to use another um, strategy. Then it's better to. Uh, not just to offend the person, not just to to go into a counter-aggressive um, move. You mm. won't reach the person. That might be important if there are others listening. So if uh, maybe an uncle is saying something and then, no, uh, my nephews and nieces and other children or other, other people around of my family, maybe it is very important to be very clear and very hard because I, I, want the, I know they are listening and I want them to know this is not okay. Not in our family. Uh, then it's then then it might be a good strat. Then it might be good to to be really clear and really hard. But uh, if it's if you want to reach them, you need to take a different approach. Okay. Nadia is asking a question. What do you think are the key similarities and differences between sects and totalitarian regimes, in particular in terms of a personality cult? Mm -hmm. Is it just a matter of scale? Um, I think it's a good question, but this is a whole different topic. It's more about cult. It's about a cult-like. Um, good question, but this would be the next. The next okay, skeptics. we'll leave that for another time then. Mm -hmm. Good. Another anonymous question. Governments and rich people have so many real skeletons in their closets. So why do conspiracy theorists always seem to invent fake ones instead? They don't always invent fake ones. They use these skeletons. A lot of conspiracy theories are based on them about scandals in pharmaceutical companies. Or so they are. They are absolutely. They are used. Um, they are just um, even in, more interesting thing. Uh, stories are about um, yeah, Exxonwiesen as I called um, in English. Don't know. Um, um, about uh, people from outer space and about the the, the uh, okay. flat Earth. So it's about uh, about the good stories. I think that even better stories are sometimes they're even more far-fetched. So it's it's also about storytelling. Okay. Um, again, Nadia has got a question: Is it of benefit to have very charismatic people on the skeptical side, or could it just sway people from thinking critically on their own? No, I think it's always important to have um, charismatic but also uh, people em empathic people so people you, um, you people you like people you find funny um, that's why uh, I think it's very good to use um, um, comedy or comedy elements uh, in okay. uh, uh, in, in, in the, uh, in the uh, communication of, of science. So, so when, when you can laugh with someone, um, you have a good connection, and then what they say is more more easier to reach you. Okay. And also to also to have um, well-known people um, to have um, prominent people uh, on in this movement is, is always important because it's always it's a lot of role models. 
to have women and and men to have all genders all uh, uh, ethnic groups very important yeah but as you said i think i think there is there is this risk you need the comedy for the mass communication when you talk to a lot of people but as you said yourself you don't want to ridicule or make unnecessary yeah. jokes when you're talking to a single person yeah yeah, yeah. i don't I, uh, yeah thank you for the clarification it's not about ridicule but it's really about um um bringing a bit of lightness into it bringing a bit of yeah making it interesting funny um yeah okay a good story making a good story it's, it's also about storytelling science has so many really good stories but to tell them it's always to simplify them to um and that's that's all the problems um if you talk about um uh, people's um the personal experience of someone it's not a, it's not it's never science it's just a, an example of one people but this is what what we um what we remember yeah, that's true. Um, okay, we've got another question from Anonymous. Uh, when a relative has progressed to political violence, how much do we try to talk to them before realizing it is hopeless and that we terminate all communication? Should we wait years or mm. what, what, what's the threshold? Um, well, of course, there's no rule. Um, it, it depends. Is this person also really... A, um, difficult for the family is is he very aggressive also in in the family uh, mm -hmm. is the problem um uh, uh, for for someone um then you have to then we'll have to, to cut the contact but um if often they are not um the problem is not really in the family but uh, you just don't like this attitude you um um, it's you don't want to to be in contact with someone who is like that, um, and in in this case, I would say in one on one on one hand, it's also good that you not um, just surround yourself with people who think just in your own way. So you, we all tend to be in our in our bubbles. Um, so, yes, then you have this one relative who is really difficult and we really have to struggle with. And uh, if, they, if they change their views, it might take years. Uh, but you could, as a family, you could be a part of the change. It could be. Uh, and when they change, then the families of the last part, the last they have, they have, they have, they have left. Because the groups, if you, if you, if you leave um, extremistic groups, you are always an outsider. You you lose all your friends. You lose all contacts, and um, most of the time they don't have other contacts. If it's really an, a close group, an extremistic group, and then the family is always the last resort. And if so, um, I if it's possible, keep the contact. If it's possible to 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 have a really a relationship from person to person where you can put it aside. If that's not possible, well, you, will, you, won't, you won't have the contact anymore. And you are not, um, I think also, you, are, you have a right to um, take care of yourself and take care of your own children and your own, mm. own family. Yeah, you have to. Okay, um, Garnet has asking the next question. When do you feel uh, the other person when sorry, when you feel the other person may have some underlying issue that led to the belief, 
should you just walk away or should you err on the side of caution and continue to help? Yeah, well, if you have the energy and the patience, always help. Well, <laughs> it, it's yeah. uh, this, this might this might be the um, a very good road to to success if you can identify the core problem, and mm -hmm. then you you don't talk about the ideology, but about the real problem. The real problem might be loneliness, might be um, a feeling of loss of control, um, of feeling lost in a world of injustice. So if you can, um, if you know this, uh, the core problem, it's all you have. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite a, a big, big part of success. And if you can connect to this person, this might be really helpful. Okay, we have got another anonymous questions. I found that a conspirator will sometimes be faced with the prospect that they have wasted a significant chunk of their life. Mm -hmm. Does that happen often? And what do you do if it happens? Yes, it really happens often. And it's uh, very, very, very painful. And that's, a, that's one of the reasons why it's so difficult to leave um, ideological groups when you stayed there for quite some time and when you've put into it a lot of effort, money, uh, energy, because you have to face um, the hard truth that a big part of your life has gone and a big part of um, that you have lost a lot. And uh, people really grieve about this and it's, uh, it's hard for them and they they lose uh, faith in themselves. And um, that's really, as a, sometimes it takes years to uh, recover from 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 something like that and it could also be conspiracy yeah. because it's so um people say how can i can i have faith in me ever again it, i was so sure of it and it's so shameful to and and i have to face people my family or others or colleagues and um it's, it's really not easy it's mm. one of the hardest thing to do is to um to acknowledge that you have been wrong yeah. Okay, we've got another question from Anonymous. You say, think of what worked to persuade you. But for many skeptics, that's facts and reason that persuade us. I wonder if that might work for some not yet skeptical. Facts work when you want them to work. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're not interested in because there are other other good reason why you don't want them to work, then they won't. So it's it's not about good facts work. Uh, it's just about um, what are you willing to think about? What are you willing to 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 hear? It's um, it's about always the confirmation bias. You build your your worldview and then you try to keep it. So and there has to happen something something um, that you that you dare to question yourself and your own belief system. Yeah. We got a question from Hassan. He's asking, um, do you know of a big example for somebody who made lots of money out of conspiracy theory? Yeah, one of the biggest of all is certainly Donald Trump, who does a lot of fundraising with his kind of conspiracy theories. But there are a lot of others too. And often it's about... Um, uh, collecting donations. They have have some important 
uh, case and please donate to this site or they get money because um, they get a lot of traffic on their social media sites and do advertisements. Um, there are quite quite a lot of um, one is Ivo Sasek is one in uh, Swiss, uh, but but mm-hmm. there, there there are certainly a lot more. Or sometimes they they could be some I don't know prominent prominent cook or, or influencer, and um, it helps them uh, to 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 get a community. Yeah. Okay, I think we're nearly at the end. Um, I'll talk about the pet question first. We normally I always have a question: Do you have a pet? Can it come into camera? But you're giving this you're from your office today, so there's obviously no pets around. And um, I'm sorry, maybe the next speaker. So, um, last two questions. Controversial question from Igor, um, and he do, he says you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. Is it morally okay to punch a Nazi, literally or metaphorically? <laughs> I think it's just something that you do for yourself, not for the other person. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and the last question is from Monica. She says, your book sounds great, but why doesn't the English version have a fun unicorn person cartoon on it? There's a conspiracy. There's a conspiracy that is um, yeah, stealing unicorns comes out of book out of books. Covers. Okay, the unicorn comic reaper. I understand. So thank you very much. That was fun. Other than that, I'll leave you and we'll see you next time. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay skeptical. Bye. That was the Skeptics in the Pub online podcast. For more skeptical content, including information about future talks, please like us on Facebook follow at SITP on Twitter or head to our website at sitp.online where you'll also find a link to all the ways you can get in touch with us, including our Discord server. Music in this episode was provided by Thula Bora and used with permission. Until next time, thanks for listening.